Hello from the BBC. I'm Eleanor Smallwood with an update on the war in Ukraine. It's day 92 of Russia's invasion. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky has strongly condemned the former US Secretary of State Henry Kissinger for having suggested that Kyiv should allow Russia to keep occupied Crimea in order to secure peace. Mr Zelensky said Mr Kissinger was like those who appeased the Nazis in 1938. He accused observers like him of having overlooked Russian war crimes, adding that they always tried to take Moscow's interests into account, no matter how they acted. It seems that Mr Kissinger's calendar is not 2022, but 1938, and he thought he was talking to an audience not in Davos, but in Munich. By the way, in the real year 1938, when Mr Kissinger's family was fleeing Nazi Germany, he was 15 years old and he understood everything perfectly. And nobody heard from him then that it was necessary to adapt to the Nazis instead of fleeing from them or fighting them. Other leaders have been addressing the conflict at the World Economic Forum in Davos. Chancellor Schultz of Germany says Russia will not win its war with Ukraine and President Putin must not be allowed to dictate peace terms. In his speech, Mr Schultz said the Russian leader would only seriously negotiate if he realised he could not break Ukraine's defences. If one thing is clear, it's that Vladimir Putin will seriously negotiate peace when he realises that he cannot break Ukraine's defences. And that's why we're supporting Ukraine. We will do nothing that could make NATO a party to the conflict because that would mean direct confrontation between nuclear powers. The aim is rather to make it clear to Putin that there will be no dictated peace. Ukraine will not accept that and neither will we. On the ground in Ukraine, Russia remains intent on taking the eastern Donbass region, having failed to seize Kyiv, or even Ukraine's second city, Kharkiv. Ukraine's Deputy Defence Minister says fighting there has reached maximum intensity, with Russians storming Ukrainian positions in several areas simultaneously. Earlier authorities in the eastern Donbass region said Russia had attacked more than 40 settlements in their drive to take its strategic towns. Our correspondent in Ukraine is Joe Inwood. They want to take out these two last big kind of urban centres in the Luhansk Oblast. That's been one of their stated aims for the, certainly the entire of the second part of this war, the second phase of this war, is to take these two provinces of the Donbass. And if they can take Severodonetsk and Lysyshansk, that would mean that they had the entirety pretty much of the oblast taken and then they could focus on the Donetsk Oblast. So it's From a strategic point of view, it is a bit of territory that they have been trying to take, and it would also be something that President Putin, I think, could sell as a victory, as progress to people back home. Meanwhile, Ukraine says Russia is stepping up its mass looting of Ukrainian grain for shipment abroad. Ukraine's human rights ombudsman says 30 trucks loaded with grain stolen from a Ukrainian freight port operator were spotted outside the port of Berdyansk. Politicians have been sounding the alarm over the grain supply concerns, with disruptions leading to price rises and food shortages. Lesia Vasilenko is a member of Ukraine's parliament. We had elevators full of grain and now we have evidence from the local authorities, from the people, from the farmers who remain there, that that grain has been taken out and that Russia is actually exporting it as if it was their own, but predominantly they are exporting it to Syria. We feed 400 million people globally with our grain. Mainly we export it through our Black Sea ports, but of course all of them are absolutely inaccessible because uh, Russia has a stronghold on uh, access to the Black Sea. 
The UK's Foreign Secretary, Liz Truss, says Russia's President Vladimir Putin must not be allowed to use the food supply chain as a way of gaining more power from his invasion of Ukraine. In my view, it is completely appalling that Putin is trying to hold the world to ransom and he's essentially weaponizing hunger. We simply cannot allow this to happen. Putin needs to remove the blockade on Ukrainian grain. We need to ensure Putin loses in Ukraine. What we cannot have is any lifting of sanctions, any appeasement, which will simply make uh, Putin stronger in the longer term. Russia's blockade of its Black Sea ports has contributed to steep price rises for a range of goods, including cooking oil, fuel and fertiliser. The head of the UN World Food Programme warned on Monday that this risked causing a hellstorm on earth because of the number of people globally that depend on food from Ukraine. Those are the latest developments on day 92 of Russia's invasion. I'm Eleanor Smallwood at the BBC.